this what does CC stand like, for? Uh, the plot of land that it came from. CC? The sixth plot of land. Um, but this definitely has like that Belgian. <laughs> Wait a skirt question. No, I'm, look, I'm looking it up. I'm, I'm continuing Fucking while I look it Clark. up. So much sometimes. This week we're drinking Trappist beers. This is episode 103 of the Malting Hour. What's the haps on the hops? Guy yeast and speech. This the Malting Hour where we talk about our drink and tell you what we think every other week. And if we get drunk, well, we might slur our speech. Got the gift of gab, the friends you wish you had. Join us for a drink, join us for a laugh. Time is never wasted, where you getting wasted? The Malting Hour here, people, people take your places. People, people take your places. People, people take your places. Welcome to the Malting Hour. I am one of your hosts, Tony Gold, joined always with Brandon Winninger. And to my left, Danny Polly. Gentlemen, we're back. We're back together <laughs> in the same room and drinking together. We miss you, Clark. Yeah. Or I, I miss you, Clark. No, no, Do we? No. I miss Clark. Do we miss Clark? Yeah, I miss Clark. I don't know. Do you miss Clark, Brandon? Uh, I miss having somebody that's going to give us answers to things when we have questions, but. Oh, speaking of Clark, though, didn't he get a new microphone for Christmas? He did. So uh, next time he's on. So that being said, he could probably sit at the bar now. Ooh, that's right. Now I like him at his table. Uh, you guys, how was? Uh, how so do I? <laughs> it's, it's more convenient. It gives us more space. It's true. How are how are the holidays, guys? How was it? Because you know it's February now. By the way, it's my birthday today. Did we? <laughs> Did we record the last time we recorded? Was it before Christmas? It was after Christmas, right? It was after uh, after Christmas, around New Year's, before New Year's. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I I don't know. It's knocked out a couple of malted minis. One night, got three of them in, and we also had the Howard Street episode in January. But this is the first time since December that we're together recording, and uh, let's do it, Brandon. This particular beer style is, I feel like, is is very near and dear. To your heart. Maybe not so much the Trappist part, but Belgian beers. <laughs> well, I so love monk the, beers. <laughs> the, my love for monks just carries over he to does, beers. He does have a monk uh, holding like a beer stein tattoo on his left butt cheek. I had to think about that. For, when you were describing it before it became a tattoo, I was like, do I have a monk thing somewhere? <laughs> I was like, maybe I do. Um, I gave him the tattoo. Yeah, so specifically we are talking about, uh, we're going to be well, drinking a couple of... Trappist Belgium, but specifically from uh, Belgium. There are some Trappist well, breweries. No, there's, isn't. Oh, is no. no, sorry. No, they're all it, specifically it, Trappist breweries. Yeah. Um, Monks made them. A couple of, I mean, there's a good lot that I got that are from Belgium. Yes. Um, and I think, and I, actually, I don't even think the Trappist style, I don't know if that's, speci- it's not specific to Belgium, and I don't know if that's necessarily where it started. It actually got Was its it name. France? No, it was La Trappe. Well, La well, trap like that because all the is that mos- trappist all from the trap. Yeah. We're not mos- talking okay. Right. Not talking about SoundCloud music, right? Trap, right, right. Got it. Okay, major. Which is kind of funny. I almost went and grabbed. Um, there's a liquor store that has some La Trap, like their quad from 2015. Um, and it's a really good quad. I've had. There's several different, excuse me, batches of it, and it's. Every time I've had it, it's been fantastic, so I was going to grab that. But I walked into our local big box liquor store, and it had literally all of these. And one of them is one of my favorites, but I don't think we're going to drink that today. We'll probably save that for another time. Um, That being said, um, 
I think we said it. Yeah, but we're drinking some uh, some Trappist ales. Yeah, um, I'm excited. And and with the what what sparked this number one, we needed an episode. And what sparked this was that uh, who who uh, isn't another something happened. Some monks. There are no no more monks. No yeah. new monks. <laughs> so I think it, is it in Belgium that they said in Belgium the last monks have finally left. Yeah. Uh, the monastery. So the, the 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 so the monastery locations. You can say it, Dan. It's okay. Yeah. Jump oh. over. We talk <clears throat> over each other. Well, no, I was gonna say. So Akko, which is one of the uh, ones that we have here in twenty 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 one. I believe twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. But they uh, and actually just read that they actually just sold to somebody. Uh, they lost the Trappist beer, lost the recognition in 2023, and it says it sold to a private person. So mm. I didn't know. I didn't even read that earlier. So the beers, these these specific beers, are still going to be made. It's just they can't. They're no right. longer. They can't because, have a Trappist name yeah. because monks are they've gone them. private. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically. it has to be because with with Akel specifically, there has to be monks either brewing or overseeing, and uh, the last like two monks. That were left at Akko, which is like the smallest of all the Belgian uh, monasteries that that brewed beer and were Trappist. Um, they like retired and moved to a different one, and so like because they weren't there overseeing, they they, no they weren't yeah. allowed to be called that anymore. Even though they were still going to be brewing the beer, and I think that the monks even said like they're still going to be like looking after it, but because they're not living within the four walls of the Dang. monastery, does, it can't be Trappist. Does looking after it mean that they're just going to be drinking a bunch of it and being like, yep, <laughs> yep, still tastes like beer? That's what we do here on this podcast. We're just looking after these beers to make sure they have a good home. Our bellies. Speaking of beer, which one are we going to start with? Um, Dan, why don't you go? Why don't you choose? Do you want to start with the Aqua? Just yeah, let's yeah. do that since you're talking about it. Yeah, so um, this has like a very long history it is on the border i believe of the netherlands and belgium uh but it had I, I i did a little research today on it and i don't remember everything so i'm not going to be able to quote everything but it was talking about how yeah it's like the smallest of the monasteries and um it was on the border i believe of the netherlands and belgium and then when they, like during german occupation they've had they've long story short they had to close a bunch of times and then reopen but during the the german occupation during the world wars the belgian half was destroyed but the dutch half still stood hmm. because they didn't want to disrupt the dutch because the dutch were neutral in the war oh interesting. so they like destroyed cool. half of it uh, and then the Germans ended up taking, they had copper tanks in there, or tanks, tank, tanks as in like brewing vessels, and the Germans stole the copper and used it to build stuff for the war. So they, they lost their thing, and um, a story I have for this leading to the other beers. I thought that they, was your story. That is the story. Long Carry story. On. <laughs> so whenever they, whenever they were going to go public again, you know, so they started brewing again in like the 60s, I believe it was. But then in the 2000s, they decided it was maybe 98, early 2000s. They decided to go more commercial, and they had brewers from Westmall and from Rochefort uh, come in and help them develop their recipes. So two of the other breweries were trying yeah, two of the other breweries were going to try. So um, this maybe I don't know maybe this this is a blonde beer because they have a couple different ones, but maybe this was helped developed by two of the other breweries we have on the show. Yeah, I do wish I would have grabbed the the La Trap. Um, I was reading about back to the goddamn La Trap. <clears throat> I was, um, <laughs> it's a trap. I was reading about it, and so they're um, so they're still listed. I mean, according to their website, as an authentic 
um, Trappist beer. And I didn't, I didn't know that there, I, I, I'm very familiar with it because just, um, I got introduced to the, to them because the beer rep at Fishman's, like he handled a lot of the Belgian beer. And so I, I knew that La Trappe had a location in Belgium, but I actually started, I think in the Netherlands, they have a spot there. And that was their original location. The monks went from France and migrated to like some King's old, like, country ranch that he had and they were just like this looks cool and they took it and like made it their monastery and it's oh. still there like that's also dope. king's no. country ranch sounds like a type of salad dressing just like, <laughs> popped into my head just welcome to king's country ranch um what do you guys uh this is my first time having this particular i think beer. it's my first time too. my first time too um what do you guys think about it does it say blonde beer mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. there okay so they have um two of their main beers is a blonde beer the other one is, I think it's like a dark Belgian, but go on, sorry. No, 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 I mean, you're fine. I, I was literally, I just looked over, I'm like, this is blonde beer. Um, I the, the carbonation on this is interesting. I was not expecting it to have that kind of like seltzery tingle, um, and it's pleasant. And then it just makes me, like, I'm curious about the other ones, um, specifically now since like I literally, um, when... Tony and Dan came down here was the first time that I poured off some of my Belgian that I had made. Um, which, by the way, um, if I if I stick to my guns and I get Clark over here, uh, I'm entering that into the National Homebrew Competition. Mm. Pretty exciting. And we're going to make... Uh, by the way, Clark, we're going to need you to use your canner. Right? I already, I already okay. asked him. Okay, good. good, good <laughs> I gave him a heads up. Good, good, good. He's like, uh, when do you need this by? I was like, uh, end of February. It's like, oh, oh, cool, cool, cool. So they so, have a brune. They have aqua. They're both eight percent. They have the blonde and the brune, which is the the darker. It looks like a more of like a traditional, like even like a barley wine almost, but with like crazy head. <clears throat> yeah, this has that like a lot of those notes in Belgian beers that I like. You know, it's bordering to me. This borders on like a really really strong hefeweizen, um, teetering into like the the belgian world um because i'm getting more like getting like some banana peel i'm getting you know some like cloves straight up banana peel yeah well banana like (laughs) whatever so we um, normally say like you know citrus peel so clove like there's there's definitely some clove i'm picking up on yeah um but I, i think to me still the the most interesting thing is how they did the carbonation um that's the first thing that stood out for me, drinking this was how bubbly it was. It, and I'm glad you said seltzer because, at first, I thought like champagne bubbles. You know how it's like a rush of you know a bunch of tiny bubbles, but these feel more like uh, carbonated, like carbonated water or seltzer yep. bubbles. Um, I think these are mostly all going to be bottle conditioned. Also, I think so. so. It's probably going to add to that. I think this. Uh, I, I may have said it in the past. I'm not a huge Belgian beer. Uh, fan, there are like I like Belgian quads. I think Belgian quads are delicious. And there's Brandon, your triple is really good. And we, you know, first episode that we did, we talked about Belgian triples. Um, I, there's a I have a place in my heart for them. It's just not a style. I'm like, oh, I I really want to have a Belgian yeah. beer. This, on the other hand, um, I could I could drink this. This a lot. is crazy drinkable for eight yeah, percent. Really, really good. Yeah, it does not does not come off uh, as eight percent. It's almost like refreshing yeah some belgians are like syrupy and like Mm -hmm. you get the alcohol burn not getting that on no and i feel like the carbonation for me is what's helping this 
8% beer drink so easy. Yeah, so this last time that I brewed uh, the Belgian Triple, I did a lot of reading about triples and just kind of like the style. And I, I didn't necessarily do much different than I had done last year. Um, I still did like, I did the first wort hop additions, um, which I think definitely changed the, the, the profile on the entire beer. Whatever you did with that this time, like I was telling you um, before we started, there is that, like this has that background middle of the back middle tongue bitterness mm-hmm. to it. That's what your triple has. And last year's was just a little more sharp, which yeah. again, not bad, but your 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 batch this year is, is Well, and much this better. year, the so the my original OG was still the same that it, that it had been in years prior, but food. that thing fermented out a lot more and... So what I was reading about Belgians, though, is Belgians are supposed to be dry. Belgians, mm-hmm. like, they're they're typically dry. And, and I'm getting that from this. Absolutely. That was and the other thing I wanted to say. That, that dryness is coming through. And, like, when I had the... Uh, so when I was kegging the Belgian, I did pour a little bit off and I took a sip. And I was like, okay, that was the first time I had had it. And I was like, there's that dryness. I was like, it's actually, it was a lot more present. So years past, like the last two years I did it, I think the Belgian, that wouldn't clock it about like 9.3, 9.4%. This time it was like 9.98. Um, it's almost 10%. For- what was crazy too is, so I didn't do much different, um, but I cold crashed it this time. I took the fermenter, I put it in the fridge and I let it crash and when it was cra- when it was dropping in temperature, it started fermenting again because I was using my tilt hydrometer. So, but it that, also could have been the temperature change too. I was to say, and not only that, um, also when you moved it, you probably stirred some, some stuff more up. Yeast, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it literally went it went down like a couple of couple more points, and it went from like nine point four to nine point nine. Which is fine. I was I was okay with that. Um, and like I said, when I was trying it, there was that dryness, and that's like what I'm getting from here, and it makes sense. And I think when you get to the the styles that are like the doubles, the triples, the thing that I read was triple doubles. the the sweetness that you get out of those beers from everything else that's in there overtakes the dryness. You'll still notice it, but it's not as like. It's not like drinking like a dry wine or a dry champagne type of thing. It's yeah. definitely, it's still dry, but the sweetness balances it kind of. And I think that happened with the triple that I did this time. So, Yeah, I, I, glad you brought up the, the, the dryness on this because I feel like, like I said, this, that's what makes this so refreshing uh, of a beer, especially at 8% and with those little bubbles in there. I mean, I want to go and I'm gonna go grab some more of these. Drink this on a... Nice, warm spring day. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah. Spring. Doesn't it's it's like 40 degrees, and you're like, man, this is awesome. I'm wearing shorts on Monday. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, how many... How many monks? How many monks would you give this Brandon out of five? Um, I'd go four and a half. Four and a half monks. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Just based on the st- like what I know about the st- like the like Belgians in general and... The people? Yeah. Um, good, good folks, them Belgians. Um, hey, maybe we'll get some Belgian listeners with this episode. We have some. I know. Maybe we'll get some more. Um, the I, I just it surprised me how how much I liked this. Like just being a, on the lighter side, but it's got everything that I want in like I want to drink this all the time. Yeah, it's got everything I want in a Belgian beer, and 8%. it's it's not super heavy. Getting fucked up all yeah. the time. It's not super heavy, easy drinking. So yeah, I'm I'm like four and a half percent. I think Dan. I'm going to go four and a half monks also because 
it's like that it's got that like rare balance of complex yet super drinkable like it's not i mean if you want to think about it you can if you don't have to think about it but it's yeah and I, when i saw blonde i was kind of like yeah i don't like blonde ales but i really dig this it's got it's the belgian yeast for sure but i dig it i'm in, a, in agreement with you too i think Four and a half. It could even go up to four point six, four point seven ish months. Yeah. Probably goes um, really good with some boiled peanuts. Gross. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, it's a it's a very. I think you're right. Like you, it's a beer you can like sit there and analyze. But it's also a beer you can just crack open and drink. And I think it's a very approachable beer. You can 100%. have uh, just anybody try it. You know, if you wanted to have the someone Belgian one. gateway drug. There you go. I don't know why you feel a drug, but yeah, it's a Belgian gateway beer. I mean, especially for people that aren't, that say they're not into Belgians, like people that are into blondes, people that like Hefeweizens, this Brunettes. is definitely, it's a good, it's a good representation of a, of a light Belgian beer. Absolutely. Well, with that being said. I can also confirm it does go well with the boiled peanuts. <laughs> Gross, again. Um, Tony will stick with the I'm going to stick with the regular dry roasted peanuts because these boiled peanuts kind of, they, they put off a, a tender, uh, an undercooked bean. I don't know what it is, green cap. Green cap. Hey, right. it's another Dan one. We're going with two Dan beers that right I at the top. Did not research at all. But I do know. I planned it perfectly. None of my beers will be drank. <laughs> this is, uh... I'm going to sneak in the Saison that I brought and be like, yeah, it's Travis. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to, probably going to butcher this. It's T-Y-N-T, so Tint, Tint? Meadow. It's an English Trappist ale. So this is the only Trappist monastery that brews beer in England. Um, and it is still, so it says it's a strong ale brewed by the monks of Mount St. Bernard Abbey, Charnwood Forest. And on, when I was reading about this, it was talking about how a lot, of, a, lot of the, a lot of the beers, a lot of the Trappist beers traditionally are named after the region they're from. So like West Mall is like an area and such and so on. Uh, but the meadow. What is the 10 named after? This... <laughs> Rochefort, I think, is a area. I don't know, um, but Tint Meadow, I guess, is like Tint Meadows? the area around the monastery. <laughs> oh, so they oh, wanted to oh, sorry, sorry. to go with that, and it did say like this is like a a a, a beer, but it's def it's a English style. So I'm interested to uh, see how it is. And Brandon hasn't gotten a pour yet. I want- I know that Dan. I want to. Send a bottle of this to Tim Meadows. Like, I want to. I want to send uh, a message to Tony who sh- like send a text to Tony who sh- didn't show up yet here, and let him know don't be nice to Dan. It doesn't matter. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm just looking out for Brandon. Well, you gotta be so cruel. Do you think that I wouldn't save enough Ooh. for Brandon? Also, I think fucking sidestep 7.4%. And I was trying to decide, I'm going to have one of you guys look at this. It almost looks like it's like can't read. Handwritten. What? Best by date is Best by date is uh January 18th, 2024 and it looks looks like a guy like signed his name. I I need my bafucles. It does look like it was handwritten. Let me see. Hmm. It tastes like pen ink. Brandon's licking the bottle. I did not lick the bottle. He did. Um, Excuse me. Hmm. Tony, what's your thoughts on this one? Um, it's kind of sweet. Getting the sweetness to it. Uh, I was going to say, it's almost like um, a lighter barley wine that's like fruitier to me. So yeah. So does it say what the, what the style is on this? Yeah, on the front. Dark, strong dark ale? Strong dark ale it's, with an English... <clears throat> 
It's also pour gently. I'm getting a it's slight. Ashiness. I was gonna say smokiness. Yeah, but not like a smoked beer. You know it. It's. Did you get enough in your in the glass? There's more left in. Oh, okay, that's crazy. Um, (laughs) smoked porter is what it smelled like to me. It smelled like a smoked porter. Mm. I get. Uh, I I get like a candied Belgian style beer with the. Let me read this little descriptor here. See if we can go off of it. It's diacetyl. It's fucking buttered popcorn. Tint meadow is mahogany colored with a subtle warm red hue and a lasting beige head. Its aroma carries hints of dark chocolate, licorice, and rich fruit flavors. The beer is full-bodied, gently balancing the taste of dark chocolate, pepper, and fig. It leaves a warm and dry finish on the palate. Hmm. I can see the like dark chocolate that mm-hmm. gives you that ashiness, like I'm talking about. Where sure, it almost dries your mouth out. Yeah, yeah. Eat that. It was sweet at first. Yeah, it's not. After, and even as before, you were reading that. The other two sips I took of it, I'm like, okay, it's actually not sweet. Yeah, but I think that's just coming from coming off that dry, that yeah. last one that was so dry. Well, I think and... all the other ones, depending on you know where we start, it yeah. might come off sweet in the beginning. Um, at first, honestly, I didn't really care for this. Uh, my, my first impression, I was like, eh, I don't know if this is for me. Uh, but now, excuse me, um, I'm really burping tonight. Um, it's all that... Uh... Bottle conditioning. I think so. It's still fermenting in my, my belly. Tonight's going to be fun. Yeah, I can't First wait. time drinking in over a month. I got to <laughs> do some cleaning tomorrow. And then we got to go, go out for my birthday tomorrow. I got to take my kid to soccer tomorrow. This oh, yeah. is... Sign Benjamin up for soccer again. Yeah, there we go. Skipped it this year. Or just this season. What are you doing, yeah. man? You didn't want to do it. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's pretty good. I get the, I get the dark fruit... Uh, fig, not not like rich dark fruit. You know, like some of those deep dark fruits you'd get like in maybe a quad uh, or a barley wine, like a, almost like prunish. You know, sometimes yeah, or raisiny. Yep. This is more. It's lighter. It's subtle. It rem- so, let me just say, it reminds me of like when people use like leather to describe like a wine. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting like that kind of essence on it. Yeah, sweaty, dirty <clears throat> leather. Yeah. Cowboy was on his all day. Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, there is like, it's so weird Horse because saddle. there is some red wines that do put off that like, you know, you smell like fresh leather or just leather. Like, you, you know, you can taste, almost taste it. Uh, it does come off like that. It also, there, at first I thought there was also kind of that like herbal tea type taste that I get sometimes okay. in beers, but not, not too much. It There's a little bit of, of, of tea in there. Um Overall, um, not undelicious. I don't know if I'm... It's a fucking descriptor. Yeah. I don't know if I love it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a unique Belgian beer to me. It's not Belgian. Mm. I'm sorry. A unique Trappist. Yeah. That's why I was kind of grabbing it, because yeah. it was yeah. like, it's different than yeah. the traditional Trappist, just to show... The showcase. chocolate, there is that, like... I feel like that I get, like you said, like the ashiness, but also maybe chocolate even like in bitterness. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Kind of on the same lines. Yeah. And um, one of the qualifiers of a Trappist beer is that they use the proceeds to fund the monastery and then like whatever proceeds they have beyond that, they're supposed to donate to like charities. Um, and so thinking of that, I, w- I mean, I would think that every... Trappist Monastery is going to be trying to brew beers that the locals are going to want. Because that's like 
Where's probably their primary um, audience. Audience, yeah. Is that Rashida Jones? Stop watching. They, the audience doesn't know that the Chappelle show is on. It's very <laughs> unprofessional, okay? Don't worry about it. Um, so just getting to your point about the, the whole pay, playing with And I think that was like the, the whole thing with uh, Wes Vletterin. Is that how it, I think that's how it's... The, the big one is uh, Wes Vletterin 12. Um, R.I.P. to that bottle that I broke last year. So um, sad. Yeah. Uh, that whole so we're, that, you that, broke it before drinking it. Well, I had four of them. I drank three uh, of them. I've never, yeah, I've never tried it. I've had it twice. Yeah. Humble brand. Probably both with me. Not humble, and yes. Um, the the that beer was is typically never leaves Belgium, and it, you have to go to the monastery to get it. Um, and they only brew a certain amount of it certain times of the year. But they did a special release where they went Nash or like worldwide, and the U.S. got a good allotment of it. And the only reason they did that was because they needed to fix their roof. So all of that funding, everything that they sold, just went back to fix their roof, which, which is, is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty. Dope. I think I read that, um, and I mentioned that the the monks either have to brew or oversee. Mm-hmm. I think that West Valetteran might be the, one of the only Belgian ones that the monks actually are the brewers. Yeah, if I remember what I read. They bathe in the beer. I would. Why it's while it's fermenting. Gross. Trying to get those natural flavors. Sorry, right in a mouthful of peanuts. <laughs> um, Dan. Yes. <laughs> I wish I edited this fucking show. <laughs> so many changing his words. <laughs> I am. You know. Uh, Dan, how many monks do you give on this one? Uh. I don't like it as much as the first one, but I do like it, so I'm going to go four. Ooh, I like that. Brandon? Uh, I'm like three, eight, three, nine. Yeah, I think I'm about three, six, three, okay. seven-ish. Uh, and and that's, that's a realistic thing. It, and I'm not, not because it's a bad beer. It's just not something I personally, I think it's a good beer. I think it's a pretty good beer, like pretty darn good beer, and I think a lot of people out there like it. I'm sure, and a lot of other people that we know will probably like it. I'm sure Clark might like it, you know, but Clark's not here, so we won't know. Um, <clears throat> hey, hey, guys, it's Clark. Oh, shit, it's Clark. Hey, Clark, what's going on? Uh, yeah, this beer sucks. Oh, I was wrong. See you later. Oh, bye, Clark. Good to see you. I'm going to go back to not having COVID but being sick. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not here. Um, all right, that's two down. I thought he was sick. Yeah, well, he's got a stomach bug. Exactly. Not COVID. No, no. That's what I said. Not having COVID, but being sick. He's got poo-poos, probably. Uh, With that being said, uh, let's uh, take a quick break, and we got two more to come back to. Hey, guys, it's good to be back with you guys here. You know that? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Fonz? No. What's going on here?
back! First one for 2023. We're back. It's our Trappist Ale episode. And we're here, back together again. Back in the Sitting around care. like peas and carrots. Eating snacks. Yes. We're eating peanuts, but not the same peanuts. Right. Boiled peanuts. Boiled peanuts. And just regular... Salted peanuts, roasted and salted peanuts. And this episode is brought to you by Signature Select Peanuts. Signature Select. Find us at Jewel. Which one did we. Oh, okay. The six. Yes. Yes. This is. Okay. Ooh. This is what I'm talking about. So this is. Do you want to introduce it? Oh, go ahead. Uh, Rochefort Six. And it is the Red Cap Brown Beer that they have on here. 7.5% ABV. Hey, Red Cat Brown Beer, what's up? <laughs> I was always drinking Milds. <laughs> so this, this says it's brewed brewed only about once per year, represent, representing approximately 1% of the total beer production. This is on Untappd, so who knows how true this is. Uh, it gives the Play-Doh and all that jazz. This is the oldest Rochefort Trappist beer and was brewed empirically... Uh, until the end of the Second World War, until 1958, this was the only Rochefort beer that was bottled in both 33cc bottles and 75cc bottles. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. What does CC stand like, for? Uh, the plot of land that it came from. CC? The sixth plot of land. Um, but this definitely has like that Belgian. <laughs> Wait a question. No, I'm, look, I'm looking it up. I'm, I'm continuing Fucking while I look it up. Clark so much sometimes. CCC, uh, CC is an abbreviation for cubic centimeter. Ah, the old metric system. You know what yeah. I mean? One day America will get there. One, One day. day. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard my reaction uh, in the beginning before you started reading the descriptor of this beer. Um, uh, I found the answer. So Rochefort 6, uh, Rochefort 6, is like named after its original gravity measured in Belgian degrees. Ooh. Hey. And so, it's a brewing scale that's no longer used today. So I'm assuming the 6, 8, and 10 are all part of the same. Yeah. Yeah, but the 10 is a little... But the other... Converted over to... Yep. The other thing I was reading is that, like, a lot of the Trappist breweries, like, they don't label their stuff single, double, triple. Like, right. it's kind of like us. They just make put it. That. We, we try to put them in a box. <laughs> <laughs> don't box them. Don't put them in a box. Uh, but it helps it me it's, remember it's which beer. beers I actually really like. And I will say this. This is probably, as soon as I took a sip, it like kind of set me back to, we bring up Fishman's a lot, of maybe the first time that Mike, my brother-in-law, and I did exactly what you did, Brandon, which was buy all of these because I wanted to you know take a trip and try all the different, you know, six, eight, ten. Um, and I remember drinking this and really liking it. Like, this to me is the perfect type of Trappist, like Belgian beer for me, for me specifically. It's not dry. No, not by any means. It's almost like, and it's not like it's not like sweet, sweet or anything. But no, it's I, like there's a so you're saying. So I will challenge you on the. It's not dry. It is dry. I can definitely tell that it's dry. Okay. Yes, but that sweetness is what you're saying. It, it gives it that juice. Yeah, it's what yeah. you were saying saying before. Yeah, there's also like a like caramel butterscotch candy uh, flavor to this for me. Do you guys get that at all? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if, um, if Werther's Original was a beer, this would be it. No, I'm, I'm, I don't really mean you that. You know, it's so funny that you said that. Uh, Becca, in her like alter ego of being a grandma, 
like always buys Werther's Originals and keeps them in her purse. Uh, that's awesome because and, it's a delicious candy. And then like we're driving in the car with Benjamin and she's like sneaking on the eating. Anyways, so she had coffee one. And she bought coffee. Those Werther's. are good. I was having some the other day and I was like, I literally thought, I was like, what if we put these into a beer? You just put your hand in them, Dan. Just melt them into a mash? That would be, that would be so good. That would be good. Sorry, I was distracted by yeah. that. Or in Dan the boil. I don't know. That'd be interesting. I mean, or melt them down and then like put them in well, after the boil, like ferment them. Well, think, we we learned something from a brewery that uses candy, uh, which I don't know if it's on the episode, so I'm not going to say it. They melt pounds of candy with hot water, and I think they add it. Oh, to, was that the uh, short yeah. fuse? Okay, well you can say it. Yeah, uh, I forgot I think it's when a they. Secret. No, I know it's in the name, right? No, they don't call it fucking Sour Patch Kids beer. They call it Barry White. Oh, that one, Barry White. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's not called Gummy Bear. It's got a gummy bear on the damn label. I don't know. We're not really saying gummy bear. Yeah. Did we ever ask, do they blend that? Or That's what I remember. It's on the episode, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but yeah, we should try something like that. Yeah. What is a Twizzler beer, huh? Sounds awful. As long as it's not black. What do you guys think? Is it's not black what, uh, <laughs> the worst. Um, Dan, what are, you, what are you taking? Oh, you already finished yours, buddy. Yeah, I did. Getting down to business tonight. It's Friday night. Eating Let's peanuts, get fucked. Eating peanuts and drinking beer. Had a fucking, I had a long Sorry, week what? of lawyer and I gotta get wrecked. <laughs> eating peanuts and okay. drinking beer. Thought maybe I heard something else. Oh, um, this is so it has like that yeah like Belgian candied sugar taste to it to me. I get butterscotch. Yeah, I don't get the butterscotch. I mean, I see where you're going with that, but I don't. I don't mean like an off flavor either. Like I'm not like oh fuck, it's like I'm eating butterscotch candy. Yeah. Like I don't, Becca, but. I I don't enjoy the perceived sweetness on this one as much as the other one. It's not as easy to drink. No, not at all. This no, is this a is, sipper. This is a one and done. Yeah, like I'm glad where we're at with this. I could I could split that small bottle with another person and yeah. really enjoy it. Um, I yeah, yeah if if it's if, good and well done, absolutely. It's just not like what I would normally go for. True, this unless I was like, like sitting by a fire, ooh, yeah. on a cold night. Oh, like in maybe, the backyard, like maybe in the winter. In the winter, I like it. Yeah. All right, Brandon. What are your What are your takes on this? I, I would enjoy this sitting by fire hmm. in a cold winter night. Oh, really? No. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. So I'm getting like the candy stuff, um, and it's it's borderline like that butterscotch to me. Um, and when I say butterscotch, I don't mean like buttery. No, like no, no, diacetyl or no, 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 no. A weird like, off flavor. Like more of like the actual like sweet candiness of that. Um, I like. I, the carbonation on this one I like I think better than most of the other ones. Although the blonde I think was pretty nice. Um, maybe and like so and now I'm thinking about this in my head. I think the the way they're carbonated it actually is complementing the beers really well. Um, so like, yeah, I think drinkability and um, aroma and it, it's nailing all of the things again like that I like in in Trappist beers. Um, it's lighter. It's this this goes up like kind of with the blonde with me like this is one I couldn't drink repeatedly but this is one that I like I would enjoy consistently like yeah you know sharing like and this is a small bottle but like this pour I feel like is like a good amount absolutely yeah and whereas the blonde I could drink the entire thing yeah to myself yeah. by but myself like, but yeah only anyone pulled this no out pulled this out any time of the day I would definitely share this with sorry somebody. what would you say if somebody pulled this out any time of the that day out. okay I thought I, I misunderstood sorry. Okay, uh, so how many monks would you give this, Dan? Thirty-seven, uh, three eight, three eight, okay. three eight, maybe three nine. All right, yeah, 
we'll go between that. Brandon? How many yeah, months? I'm about uh, 375, 38 on this. Brandon? I'm going to go uh, 4 3 for me specifically. This is, you know, this is in my wheelhouse. I like this. I enjoy it. Yeah, life. I'm going to change that. Oh, shit. So um, I'm closer probably to like 4. Um, because, and I'm just thinking in my head, I do kind of like this one a little bit more than the last one, so I'm going to put it just slightly ahead. Yeah, I, uh, I definitely do like it more than the last one. Again, just, that's preference, it's not a Personal bad beer. Personal preference, no. it's okay. Um, Dan, crack open the fourth beer. Oh, Which could right. be our final, I don't know, what's going on? We'll see. Dun, dun, dun. This was another one that you picked up, Brandon. Dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. Do you guys like all my subtle penis jokes that I've been making uh, yeah. this half of the episode? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's, I'm asking the audience, and I wanted them to respond to me. Like, I'll let, us, let us know in the comments section. No, I heard them if they said it out loud. I just, you know, subtle, just subtle jokes, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So this is the West Mall Trappist Triple. Um... Coming in at 9.5% alcohol. Oh, the macaroni. Was first brewed in 1934, and the recipe has not changed since 1956. Pale candy sugar and has a very pale color produced from a mash of light Pilsner malts. Steering golden hops are used along with some German varieties and the classic Saas Pilsner hop. After a long secondary fermentation, the triple West Mall is bottled with a dose of sugar and yeast. This beer holds up well in the bottle over time and seems to soften with age. Um, just like a man. I was going to say just like Tony, but I didn't want to Hey! He's not wrong. I am becoming quite the soft Is that a fat joke? No, no. That, oh, that's what I thought he meant, right? I put, it, I put it in a lot of weight, guys. Um, i got to stop doing this show. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Brandon, specifically you first. Sorry, Dan. No offense, but so the, this guy's the triple guy. The first, the first thing I noticed was the color. Um, I do think that yeah, like look over there. Like that was my triple. It's significantly darker, and I think it's the candy, the the specific yeah, candy probably. sugar that you're using. Like yeah. it is yeah, darker than most triples, sugar. but pale candy sugar. Yeah, I think that that's which you'll get the same effect as far as the sugar. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to adjust that. But the, the color doesn't bother me for you. No, 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 it's delicious. No, um, and I'm in my head. I'm comparing it to mine too. The carbonation is definitely a little higher. I'm getting more of that. Like seltzer bubbly type stuff, <clears throat> but I feel like it makes a lot of the things in the beer pop a little better. Yeah, I'm um, tempted to turn up the carbonation on mine a little bit, see where that goes. Um, but it's got everything that I like. You know, we've talked about triples. You know, pretty much every year since we started brewing them. Um, but yeah, this has got this has got like a lot of really good stuff, and it, it it's weird that. This is like an authentic Trappist one, and I smell it. And I'm like, mine doesn't smell much different. Like, it tasted like it doesn't taste much different. Like, so I think I did okay. Um, you done good, kid. I like it, <clears throat> Dan. Mm. I was just taking a big old gulp. That's why I um, called on you. I I really like this one too. I um, it sorry, it has the uh, I got a ring notification. Sorry. It has the um, the Belgian yeast There's character. A at your door. <laughs> it has the go. Belgian uh, yeast character, but it's it's not over. I mean, I, th- I felt like the last one was a little overpowering in the Rochefort. Um, this one I like though, and I don't know if it's like. Did we specifically say the name of what we were? Yeah, yeah, West Mall Triple. Um, 
Yeah, no, I, I. That's not the, that's the Russian first. Sorry, he's got it over there. Tony's got it. Um, oh, it's not Dregs. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into a rating yet, but I I do oh, like this serious. one more <laughs> in terms of like the the way the yeast comes through. Yeah, I. First off, um, this and the blonde are probably my favorite beers of the night. This is a little fruitier than the well, last there is one yeast too, at the bottom. in a oh, good nice. way. We should cultivate it. I was gonna say we should really start thinking about cultivating, especially from Belgium. I really like wish I could do that. Uh, you can. It's easy. We'll talk about it off mic. Um, this is really tasty. It's really nice. The aroma on it when I first if, uh, first you know smelled it after the pour uh, is actually kind of like a. Ooh, excuse me, guys. All this carbonation, I feel like, is you yeah, know, yeah. Um, it's coming up. Sorry, guys. Uh, everybody listening. It, it it was it was almost off putting at first. It smelled kind of like skunky beer, but it's also, that's a noble hop type deal, like that you find in a lot of lagers and everything. So I had to look past that. And then Brandon, you had mentioned, you know, your, the way your, Jesus, the way your triple smells. And I went back in and I'm like, okay, it, it does, it does smell uh, like that as well. Um, and this was bottled in June of 2022. Oh, nice. So it's fairly new. There's a nice fruitiness to it. It, everything... Everything about this beer is what I really like about a Belgian triple. And the only difference, Brandon, that I see from your triple, and if I'm just making a comparison, your triple and this triple, and it's the same thing I've said all night, is that little hot bite in the back. I don't get that from this at all. I'm wondering if your first wort hop needs to happen. If it needs to happen? or Yeah. That's because that's that's pulling out a lot of bitterness from the hops. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you just went, you avoided that and hopped it because you're getting. It seems like your your hop utilization is very like done very well. Mm-hmm. Like you're extracting a lot of bitterness from the hops. I wonder if you just <clears throat> stepped it back just a little bit, like a small amount, mm-hmm. like not a whole lot. And this is just personal preference. Yeah. Like if you like it the way it is, don't change it. But I'm just saying, like my own opinion on it, that's the only thing that I would change. Okay. Otherwise. Those two, these two beers, other than the color and that little bit of hopness, like you've you've done a very good job on your beer. Because I, I do really like this side? beer, and What's it's up? very. Could I have a little yeah. bit side by side? It's it's very, it's very similar to me. The two yeah. beers. I do want to say you had mentioned that um, this and the blonde might be your favorite so far. This does taste like a more syrupy, like pumped up yeah. version. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's not as it's still refreshing, but it's sweeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's thicker. Yeah, yeah. It's syrupy. It's like you couldn't drink this as quick as the blonde, but the no. like it's like the blonde on steroids. Yeah, I like that. I like the comparison. I would. Yeah, those those two are are delicious. Like those two beers. Sorry, there's also a Chappelle thing on that's, that's really funny about this guy going off and whatever. Uh, all right, side by side. Here we go. Aroma. Brandon, yours is a little breadier. Yeah. Which I like more than the smell of the... Oh, yeah. All right, side by side. Here we go. Brandon's. Brandon's got some clove in there. I like that. Hmm. It's kind of funny because now I'm, I'm getting more of the hops in the. Uh, what is it? The West Mill? Yeah. 
but not a bitterness, but a hoppiness. From yeah. It. And now I'm not getting that. Also, we've worked our way through some Belgian beers tonight. <clears throat> One thing I will say is I feel like the mouthfeel in the West Mali is a little lighter. Or the West Mali, whatever it's in. To me, it seems slightly lighter. I don't know. Yeah, I think... This might sound weird, but I feel like the West Mall is more syrupy, but also at the same time, uh, it's lighter. Yeah, it's like there's a fruitiness to the West Mall. And a little, I feel like the sweetness kind of hits me in the mid sip, a little hotter on the or a little higher on the West Mall. Your uh, Brandon's has more of like a. It's almost like. The sweetness is more of like, um, and the fruitiness is more dark fruit sweetness to me. Brandon's, yeah, I think I think it's the colored candy sugar that you use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again doesn't that doesn't bother me. (laughs) It's funny as you get, you know, down lower. you can see just the the slight difference. It's it's funny because like good lacing on the glass though. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Having them side by side, there are differences, but. It just tastes like I'm drinking a different triple from another brewery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there isn't like, well, you know, you can really there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with your beer. It's a preference of a triple. That's, yeah, that's it's fantastic, man. Good job, good job being able to <laughs> go side by side with uh, you know having this beer. Let's blend them, right? Let's blend all these beers in, into one. Mine are all gone. <laughs> toe to toe. Settle down, Dan. They're blending in my stomach. Very good. So now that we did that, what do you guys? Uh, how many monks? Are we giving it? Not Brandon's. Brandon's is five monks in my book, as usual. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm like four two five. Dan. So yeah, so I gave the blonde a four five. This one's gonna be like a four two five four three. It's like it's like just below. I'm there with you guys. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Like four two five four three, maybe four three five. I don't know. But it's very good. Hey-o. This. Uh, the blonde's my favorite. This would be my second favorite of the night. Um, the what do we do? Roche first three. Six is three, and Tim Meadows is four. Yep. For yeah. me, I, I'd flip the Rochefort and the English one for me. Okay, cool. Well, a lot. Just, it's different. Yeah. yeah. What about you, uh, Brandon? I'm, I'm actually same same exact boat. I have a list. I was writing out which ones I liked in, in order. The same as me, or, or same you? as you? <laughs> yeah. Damn right, we win. Clark, what do you think? It's not from Rev or Hazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That seemed like is, a, is this Deep Woods? Okay, that seems like a dig. Which, you know, <laughs> if you're not here, you can't defend yourself from right. <laughs> Come back, Clark. Um this was this was fun. This was fun. This was a fun time, guys. It's it's ironic that we did this in twenty twenty three, especially like my resolution last year was to drink more Belgians. I already forgot what my resolution for this year was. I have to go back and listen to the Maltese again. I think we said something about brewing. Uh I think every, possibly this does every other month. Fit every, every, day. Quarter, every quarter. This fits in my brew, One down. brew year's resolution. Which was to drink more like Sharp and drink. Belgian it wasn't it export. Yeah, like foreign foreign, foreign yeah. beers. So Mine was, we'll get you some Guinness foreign extra stout. I think mine was just brewing a little bit more. Yeah, which what, you've already which done. done, done you've brewed then. more this year than you did all last year. No, no, he brewed once last year. Ah, and then I threw away my. He also forgot about it for a very long time. 
Try not to do that this weekend, you know? I gotta kick it. I'm gonna try and brew one more time. Well, at least you won't throw it at tilt. <laughs> $100. Literally in the drain. Um, Alright, guys. Well, good to be back together with you guys. I really like it. Fun times. Guys. Fun times. I miss you. There was a little bit of, like, I was actually kind of, like, worried and hesitant coming to record tonight just because I was like, do we still have it? Do we still have that chemistry? You know? Will we be able to still pull it off? I know Brandon and I do, but I was wondering, like, Dan, you being here. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh, shit, I gotta Dan's say, here. feels pretty. That's oh shit, Dan's here. Yeah, Dan's been here the whole time. He's, he's the one eating your boiled peanuts. Nice. Sorry, I said nice. Right. Um, but I will say, you know, good, good, real first episode. Um, and we got a lot going on this year, which I don't think Dan, Brandon, you know about stuff. I don't think Dan knows about stuff. Uh, but there are some things happening. So this year is also shaping up to be uh, pretty fun. So uh, Clark, get your butt back here, Dan. Thanks, man. You know, thanks for being around again. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, we didn't hit. Here, there's a <laughs> peanuts stuck in my. <laughs> like your dry cough, you were warning us. Same thing. You know, you're always invited. Thank you. <laughs> Brandon? No, it was good. It was good. I uh, oh, sorry, I dug I'm digging mad. into some beers I normally maybe wouldn't reach for. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Brandon? Oh, I punched the microphone. I, I don't know if I'm doing it after the final four. I love you, man. Love you too, buddy. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Probably. Bye. Right? This has been The Malting Hour. Be sure to follow us on all social media by searching The Malting Hour and at themaltinghour.com. You can also follow us individually on social media. Brandon can be found on Instagram as bmw81, on Twitter bdub81, and on an Untapped as bdub drinks beer. Tony can be found on Instagram and Untapped under Ace of Help Chicago, on Twitter the Ace of Help Chicago. Clark can be found as Clarkowski on all three. Dan can be found on Instagram as hip underscore underscore hops and hip hops on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe, like, and rate the show on your preferred podcast listening platform. Until next time, cheers from all of us at the Malting Hour.